Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is May 8th, 2016. My name's Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Mr. Tom Reagan. Yo! And joining us once again from the land down under, Dan Curtis. Well, no, I'm not. I'm back. Well, from <laughs> indicated that you are back from. No, uh, you sounded like I was from the land. <laughs> yeah. Well, you may as well be. You were gone there long enough. I know. Hi, Three Dan. and a half weeks. Crazy. Hi. 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 Hey, hey Dan. How are you? How are you? We missed you, you, Dan. I missed you, too. There was an Look asterisk behind that of, like, not really, but... <laughs> I missed your stupid faith. <laughs> I missed your faith. I missed your faith. We do not, for some reason, have Jess Clarkson today. I fully expected her to be here. We just don't know where she is. But I'm as going to go back to the default that she's dead. Uh, Jess died. Again. I mean, it's the whole Schrodinger theory of, like, we don't really know, so she's both dead and not dead. Oh, complex. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's a thinker. It's a thinking man's joke right there. <laughs> not good for us, then. <laughs> God, nobody hey. get it. <laughs> get it? Oh, dear. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> Daniel. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> Spiffing. Tom's just killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been three shows since we've gotten to do that. So yeah, that's, I just Tom hasn't got any less annoying. <laughs> I just ignore, I just blank it out now. As soon as God. he hears the Daniel, Eric, we need to shout it louder. <laughs> as soon as I hear Daniel, you're like. <laughs> Hello, Eric. Like, how are you? Your brain just shuts off and doesn't process <laughs> like, the next five seconds. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I'm not part he's of just drew, He's just thing. drooling onto his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> the whole bottom right corner of the keyboard doesn't work. I have no idea why. <laughs> these damn cursor keys. <laughs> Daniel. Oh, dear. How are you? You were gone somewhere. I was. How was it? awesome best place ever seriously best i'm not best even gonna place. i'm not gonna even say it's shite that's how much i like wow it. <laughs> best now hold on Oof. wait take a step back let's let's reel this in a little bit and let's be objective best place ever like in the history of time in all the places i've been in my life australia is the most is... awesome place i've been Durham, Newcastle, yep. Pity Me, and then the grocery store across the street. <laughs> yes. Where did I go last year? Uh, Japan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Austra- okay, and Japan. Sorry, I left that one out. Yeah, just oh, just yeah. Japan. I mean, that's around the corner. Yeah, just mean, over the road that goes through my house. To, well, here's the thing, though. Next that doesn't... To, next to Asda. That doesn't technically count because work paid for it. It does count. It was practically a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) On vacation, yeah. You did work for two days. Australia is seriously better than Japan. Yeah. Ugh. Really. Really. There's not 
I think everything that kills you must have been hiding because I didn't say anything. And you didn't die. No. Uh. I'm the first tourist to come back alive from Australia. <laughs> We're going to see a newspaper article tomorrow. <laughs> tourist survives visit to Australia. Yeah, just didn't leave the didn't leave the hotel. <laughs> yeah, showed up at the airport like I am not going outside. Just spiders and kind of human, yeah, human size. So just groceries. a giant spider crawling towards the airport and just went, no. Nope. <laughs> How does anybody live here? See spiders wheeling like eight suitcases through. Oh, God. I'm gonna kill me some bitches. No, hanging out with those guys. Just one having a fight with a kangaroo. Is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So where all in Australia did you go? I went to Melbourne, Sydney, uh, the Gold Coast, Byron Bay, Brisbane, uh, Airlie Beach, and Cairns, and then back to Melbourne. Wow. That's a big trip. So I did 10 flights altogether, I think. Holy cats. So you were basically all on the eastern side. Yeah, did the entire East Coast basically back all the way up, back down. So I went Which, to um, the world's smallest airport. I swear to God, it was tiny. <laughs> it was just it was like probably the size of my flat. It was that small? Jeez! <laughs> oh my god! It was actually it was probably the size of Tom's flat. Mm. Oh, that's small. <laughs> oh god, you should see it. Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. <laughs> Why do I just get dark innuendos? I know, I know. Time, are we talking about your penis? I know. Okay. <laughs> I was on. I was on board with the joke. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Eric, you requested that I straddled an aborigine. I tried, but he beat me off with his didgeridoo. I'm afraid. <sighs> yeah, that was my next question: is how many things, a collective count, were straddled? I only think I did about five, to be honest. <clears throat> and how much convincing did it take? to have crystal take the picture not much or would you trick her you'd be like honey i'm gonna go stand by these kangaroos count to three before you snap the picture and then like two and a half oh no she knew, she knew instantly she was like why are you taking that photo i was like because eric told me to. <laughs> she's like i never want to meet him <laughs> did she find any humor in it yeah okay good did she straddle anything uh i'm not at liberty to discuss well you don't count <laughs> <laughs> I made a, hey, made a sex joke. <laughs> Good one. God. Thanks, man. Which was your favorite place? Uh, early beach. Early, like early in the morning. Early, as air. in air with Lee on the end. Like air, like A I R. Yes, airline. Oh, Arlie. <laughs> What's Ellie? Oh. Friggin' coon. That looks friggin'. Looks I'm friggin'. gonna go to Arlie Beach with Craig. Come <laughs> on, get me a plague. Get some groceries and put it in this bag. Craig, fetch that fake plague from Ellie Beach. In all the places in Australia that you went to, mm-hmm. Airlie Beach, huh? It's not Airlie. Did you go next door it's to Jubilee Pocket? The book, it's not the book of airline. Yeah. 
Oh, oh man. Oh, Did man, you do that, any of the... That road that runs through Airlie Beach is called Shoot Harbor. One yep. letter away from Shite Harbor. Oh, they need to rename it. Mm. Get painting, son. Uh. <laughs> At this place, right, they had... The hotel was up the steepest hill in the world. It was terrible. So no other hill in the entire world is steeper? I don't think so. Wow. And no place is better? No. Like, there is... If, if we could not find a better place in the world than this right here. Well, it's pretty nice. Did you join the Wit Sunday Sailing Club while you were there? I did not, but I did go on a boat. Did oh, you that, do... Does that count? Did that, you... Uh, did you do any jetpack adventures? No. They have jetpacks. Did jet you packing? see any? They do have yeah, jetpacks, like... yes. <clears throat> Over the water and stuff looks pretty cool. No, not, not over the water, just jetpacks in general. That's how they get about. <laughs> oh. Did you go snorkeling on the reef? I did not because I'm not a very good swimmer. Did you even go oh. to the reef? I did go to the reef. I went on a glass bottom boat instead, which was awesome. And I saw some sharks where, and uh, there were some sharks just near where Crystal was snorkeling. <laughs> Oh, so she was uh-huh. manning. Yeah, yeah, she she went, but I'm honestly not a good enough swimmer to go in the sea. I would probably die. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you, I think this is a, a pressing question. Did you have any cross-section dick bacon? I did, loads of it. Really? Really? <laughs> you were all up in that dick bacon. <laughs> With scram- with scrambled egg, which was curiously orange. <laughs> I was drinking my coffee. <laughs> All up in that dick bacon. You can find me, Dan Curtis, at dick bacon. <laughs> yeah, I heard all about you trying to change my Twitter username. Let's not go there again. <laughs> Pity me till I die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We had a lot of fun at your expense while you were gone, Dan. I know, I know. <laughs> the week after that, you and Jess were trying to do my accent. She had a great accent of you. With this blend, disastrous results. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't even close. And neither is your version of an American old man. Yes, it is. It is not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's actually pretty good. I bet there's some dude in America who sounds exactly like that. How do I sue them for defamation? In <laughs> the fetch my sewing wallet. <laughs> oh god, <What>? it's empty. <laughs> Did you? Uh, her back. Hmm. Tell tell me this the the most Australian thing you saw there. Besides Australia itself. Uh, the crocodile guy on the saf- crocodile safari was so Australian. <laughs> he just didn't give a shit. He just went up to a nest of green ants, just stuck his hand in it, and they were just crawling all over him. <laughs> <laughs> he just came, just run like a, a tractor thing with like carts on the back so you could go around and he'd be telling you stuff. And he just came over, he'd just shown us these green ants crawling all over him. That's <laughs> just, the guy was insane. Anyway, 
Like, uh, and then he the found hat? he found some leaves off the bush, and he was using them to make soap. And I was like, seriously, just these leaves just made a lather in his hands. I was like, what? <laughs> How far into the outback did you go? Not very. The outback's in kind of the middle. So it's out back. This wasn't like the outback. This is the bush. It was just kind of out of a town. And he went, went down the river on a boat to see crocodiles and stuff in the wild. How many did you see? Uh, about ten. They were friggin' huge. Yeah? Did he straddle any of them? No. Oh. There, was a, there was a mother one. who had, All the babies were on the bank. And she was in the water. And she was just watching the boat as if to say, just come a bit closer. <laughs> and we I'm didn't. I'm going to eat you. Yep. I'm going to eat you, sir. <laughs> mm, you look good. Nice and pasty white. Oh, God. I'm going to get you. That's creepy. You sound like a people. <laughs> mm, you look good. Uh, you know. That last tourist I had was kind of crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> you look just nifty. Mm-hmm. I like your pants. Taller than a sequoia, but Ooh. not as girthy. Come straddle me. I'll give you a good ride through my intestinal tract. Guys, we're going down a really dark path again. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot to make up for. This is why we mm. need Jess to balance us out. <laughs> and you know what's even worse? We don't what's really what? even have a purpose for the show today. No, we just hate to talk shit. I mean, this is, like, let's just throw this disclaimer out. Uh, Since Jess and I did the show kind of late last week, we didn't play a game for this week. Oh, shit. They forgot, in other words. Did you guys not even, because what did you say at the end of last show that we were doing? Said we'd figure something out, and clearly we didn't. Classic, the classic, we'll figure it out. And then, we'll figure it out, which means we will sit on our ass until Saturday, <laughs> yeah, and then was. eventually one of us goes, "Should we play a game?" And then we go, "Watch there." We go, "What should we play?" And then I'll have to pick something, and then we'll play it for an hour. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Unfortunately, the last seventy-five percent of that process didn't happen. As soon as we got to the end of the show, Tuesday night became Saturday night, and here we are. Well, to be fair, I've been gloriously distracted by Dark Souls, so, you know. So, you played some games that we recommended you play on the airplane. Yes, I did. Okay. Fin- oh. Link, between, Link Between Worlds is done. Finished. Okay. Woo! What'd you think? Awesome. Very oh, good. good. I was afraid you were going to say, it's shite. No, I've got new mentality on life now. I'm, I'm still in holiday mode. I'm, I'm still happy. You just got to let that, that Northern England lifestyle sink back in before everything shit again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, now, That's maybe, exactly right. maybe you just need more worldly adventures in your life. Like, come to now, America. I'm going to at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you were on before I went. You said there's a huge plot twist in this. What, what was it? At the very end. What? what? Well, it, I refuse to spoil it for people because it's that good. <laughs> I, I really don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to type it. <laughs> I 
Oh, that wasn't that wasn't that good. Oh, shut up! <laughs> you did not see it coming. I didn't, but I didn't care. <laughs> it made such a colossal oh. impact on the play out of that game, Tom. And I just ruined it for you. So no, I did. I haven't looked at it. I'm not looking at it. Okay, I will delete it then. Thank you. Mm. Oh wait, I I don't know you if can't. I can. You can't. Oh, well, I can. You should be able to. You can edit it, I guess. Oh God, what do I do? Remove. <laughs> I While I was out there, I also played through. I bought um, Castlevania Bloodlines: Mirror of Fate for 3DS. That game is awesome. Oh, I what heard that's really, really good. What? What is it? What? Castlevania Bloodlines: Mirror of Fate. Did you buy that in England, or did you? I did buy it in England. I don't see. That game, Bloodlines, Mirror I think of... It's... Are you I think sure it's just it's not called. called Castlevania Bloodlines? It might be. Definitely well, because Bloodlines was an old type. Genesis game, wasn't it? Uh, um, I don't know. But we need to step up our Genesis game. No, I'm pretty sure that Castlevania Bloodlines was kind of a one-off Genesis Castlevania game that was... Oh, yeah, it is. Who is the who is the uh, main protagonist in that one? There's actually there's actually three protagonists in Bloodlines. Yeah, well, the in the one I played on 3ds. Okay, hold on. I want to make sure I'm thinking of the right game because you have Alucard. Yeah. Who's no? Mind you, my Castlevania knowledge is kind of thin, so you may have to help me out. The main protagonists are Alucard. Uh, then there's the Belmont family. They're all the Belmont family, all oh, three all protagonists. Okay. All three protagonists. What are their names? Uh, I think one was called Sebastian or something. And then you play as Alucard for a bit, and then you play as Trevor Belmont at the end. There's a Simon Belmont too, right? From Castlevania 2. Oh, that might be his name, Simon. Yeah. I don't. I've never played Castlevania before. This is my first Castlevania. <laughs> Oh really? Oh, really? You were, I thought you played a lot of them. You should no, play. I, lo- um... I love I love Metroidvania games, but I've never got round to playing Castlevania. Oh, Castlevanias are a ton of fun. Yeah, Symphony of the Night is amazing. Yeah, I've, I've heard about this one. We played that on the show a while mm. ago. Yeah. Oh, you've already covered it. Mm. Yeah, uh, Oliver came on and played that with us. Oh, awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think I put that down as a list once, but you said you'd already done it. So yeah, I'll we did a quite extensive coverage of it. Yeah, Who are the... I saw I saw that you did um, Ratchet and Clank last week, Eric. We did. But have you played Have you played the new one? Uh, yeah, I'm about I'm over halfway through it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I've been playing it a lot too, and honestly, it's so similar to the first one. Well, I know it's, it's like kind of like it's kind of like a remake, but not. Well, we Jess and I talked about this a little bit. Where it's, <clears throat> it's not a remake, it's not an HD upgrade. It's a reimagining. Um, yeah, it's more similarly. It's more similar to what, uh, Just Add Water did with, uh, New and Tasty for Oddworld. Yeah. Except that game is a direct, renew make, whatever the hell you want to call it. This mm-hmm. one, they, it's a reimagining. So it's got the same worlds. Um, new weapons, uh, the same story kind of told from a different perspective. 
It's also it's, expanded on, though, the story. It is. The, the, as I was playing through, I got almost to the end of the PS2 one before we had to do the show. Um, very basic, very choppy. The story's okay. Uh, this one, they did really expand upon it. I love it. I love it. It's just it's, this, the quality of the, the graphics and the animation are just incredible. But you see, yeah. like, in, in comparison to Tools of Destruction and A Crack in Time, I think it's actually a massive step backwards in the story department. You think? The, the cutscenes that aren't directly lifted from the movie um, are very basic. Um, quick cutting back and forth between the characters. The dialogue really isn't that great. It's okay. I mean, the gameplay itself is incredible. That's ultimately what holds everything together. Mm. I love it. I think it's it's been making me laugh out loud. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm playing the PS4 version too. How far are you guys? I um, just got up to the guy who makes you collect brains. Okay, yeah, I just got past that. I'm not too far. I did the the bit when you're controlling the ship and you have to destroy... Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's part of yeah. the first world, yeah. But, there's, a, there's a part immediately after where you are, Dan, where you, um, that guy wants you to collect 60 more brains. That yeah. took a super long time to find all of them, but you get an attachment for your wrench that... No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I, well, you just spoil it anyway. But... No, I, just, I won't tell you what it does. Thank you. It does I hate nothing. no one thinks. I hate no one thinks about games. <laughs> Unlike Tom's girlfriend, who will read the ending to games as she's approaching the ending. Yeah, loves it. That, that's mm, I wonder what's going to happen. Well, I'll find out before you. See, I've I've discovered that's actually kind of a common thing. More common than yeah. Then yeah. I thought people don't like surprises. I, I don't yeah. like some people I knew before Star Wars The Force Awakens went out, came out, looked up what happened. What is yeah. the point? <laughs> the joy of media, the first time you experience it, it is not knowing anything. See, and I think for the next couple days, I'm going to go on a complete social media blackout because I do not want to find out what happens at the end of Uncharted. No, not at all. Oh, like God, that, no. That can, will really annoy me if I find out. There are certain games that I don't really give a crap if I find out the ending. Like Dark Souls. I knew the ending of that before I came to it because it doesn't really matter. There's not a whole lot of story to that. And they don't really tie together between the games that well. But Uncharted, it's a game I've been following since Uncharted 1. And you kind of have a vested interest in this character. And there's that that thought process of like, okay, he may die, he may not. How are they going to end it? And I want to find out for myself. That game is going to be sweet. Oh, yeah. It's... I think my mom's more excited for it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have three yeah. games to play through now because that's coming out. Oh. Australia's buggered up my schedule. Yeah, you got to get a job like Tom and I. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to have Dark Souls finished by the time Uncharted came out. Oh, oh God. That's an that's a, that's aggressive. I finished Dark Souls in thirteen days and put fifty hours into it. It's, wow! It's embarrassing how fast I finished that game. Christ! Um, and it's not because it was super easy. Oh, it's just yeah. super addicting. That one easily became my second favorite Souls game. I just Dark Souls is one of the, 
you just find yourself lost in it. Like there's always something new to see. Even you beat a boss and then a new route opens up and you're like, now I need to go see what's down there. Yeah. You can't, totally. you can't just stop. <laughs> yeah. There were plenty of nights where I stayed up way later than I should have. Yeah. <laughs> there, the thing- I, was st- I was still jet lagged and I was playing. <laughs> I was like, How was your jet lag? It wasn't terrible. On the way there, it was fine because I got there really late and I went straight to sleep. Australia time, and then I was fine. And but on the way back, we got back about uh, lunch time here, and nah, we both got to half seven that night, and we just went to bed. And we oh. slept for twelve hours. <laughs> What's Whoa. the what was the time difference between Australia and London? Thirteen hours? Uh, I, th- I think it's yeah, something mm. like that. Like no, it's about ten, nine or ten, I think, something plus, like that. Yeah, plus nine, plus ten. Pacific time, I think, or something. So the thing about Dark Souls, Dan, that I think is important to note um, is they've made a ton of changes to it that I didn't really catch right away. Okay. Um, But I don't want to spoil them for you. Hmm. Well, it's a difficult conversation to have then, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it it depends. Um, the the thing that have I have you encountered have you encountered any hilarious bugs yet? No, I encountered really? zero bugs. Really? Yeah. There's um, you know, the poison swamp area. Yeah. There's a a certain wall which somebody had wrote a message in front of saying, "Could this be a fog wall?" And you could actually walk through the wall and you end up like behind the world. Huh. <laughs> no, and I didn't. it's really it's really strange in there. I keep getting, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but a filing shrine, I keep getting fog walls around everywhere. That's from the game not loading fast enough. I had that all the time. My buddy had a solid state drive in his PS4 and never had that issue. So it was just a fact Uh, of how quickly the world was loading. Uh, Because I kept going upstairs and coming back down and then it was gone. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. No, that's just just the game loading. Um (laughs) But I was, I was talking to Tom about it. Blood Bloodborne, I think, is the most difficult Souls game that's Souls style game that's come out. This game I found super easy in comparison, and I'm not sure it's because the game was easier or if it's just that playing Bloodborne prepared me for this one. I think it's yeah. the latter because I think somebody coming in new to this would still really struggle with this game. I mean, yeah, I could yeah. say because the guy we played through together, me. Austin and Jesus and Jesus this was his first Dark Souls game or just Souls game in general he played a little actually no he played Bloodborne but this is his first Dark Souls so he hadn't had that concept of being able to block and all of that and he he really struggled I mean I was halfway through the game by the time he'd gotten done with the third boss so it it, but I mean we've got that we've got that legacy experience where we know how to play these games we we know all the basics. We know that you shouldn't be going around a corner without your shield up, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Well, I think what taught me, what Bloodborne taught me the most is don't be afraid to be all up in a boss's shit. Like, just be right up on top of him, because that's pretty much the safest place to be. I tend to, with bosses and Dark Souls, I tend to give them a bit of space, wait for a, a known attack, and then kind of dodge it and try and get behind them. Oh, there are attack two, a little bit, then there, retreat. There are two bosses, two or three bosses towards the end where if you're not basically touching them the whole time, you will die. 
Like yeah. I had Tom do a uh, share play and watch me fight the nameless king, who yeah. is the <laughs> yeah. optional boss. Um, that's harder than the final boss, and just got absolutely massacred. And I think it, it, I fought him probably thirty-ish times. So I took my console over to Austin's house. I'm like, dude, you got to see this boss. He's so difficult, and I beat him first try for him. <laughs> that always happens. Yeah. yeah, you have like with Dark Souls, you have to kind of pull yourself away sometimes. It just because he's so frustrated, and then you'll come back in a few hours and you'll beat it first time. Then you're like, how did I struggle that much? Yeah. See, I didn't. Now, there's a certain optional boss in Bloodborne that just I could not beat. And it just took days. <laughs> oh god, that game is so. So hard. I'm actually, I'm I'm shocked to hear that you had to summon somebody for a boss in Dark Souls. Yeah, I I hate the the bosses I really struggle with on Dark Souls when there's two at once. I just I can't cope. It just gets really difficult really quickly. It gets really annoying. And I. I probably summoned for 30% of the bosses in Bloodborne, but we were giving each other shit when we started Dark Souls, like no summoning boss or no summoning phantoms to help you with bosses. You have to make it through on your own. And there were two bosses that I wanted to summon for him. Like, God, if I summon, they're going to give me so much shit. (laughs) So made it through the whole game. I didn't even use NPC summons when they were available. Oh, wow. But I hit like a tank, though. Yeah, I love how much this game is alluding back to the other one, the first game. It's there's something so, that happens later that just don't read, don't look back in my Twitter feed because I posted something like it actually got me a little emotional. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's been th- there's been things where I've like this is so direct link to Dark Souls One, and I'm, I'm sure there's more to be revealed, but. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. It's I when Dark Souls two. It was a good game, but it's like it's like the Batman games where they made um, that prequel Origins. one. Yeah, which yeah. is um, it's good, but it's not to the level of the others. <laughs> so, well, apparently they're releasing the Arkham Collection and Origins. Apparently, is I heard this. I know they just went yeah. fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad game though. It's it's good. Yeah. It's so weird though to just uh, not and include Eric, it. You can in, still in get thing. through it all by pressing square. <laughs> square, 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 triangle, square, square. square. No, 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 triangle. No, no, no triangle. Just square. Just square. Just throw that shit on normal. That's and you'll be Eric, the end of the that's game. That's how Eric does Batman. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I made it I, almost the way, almost all the way through Arkham Asylum, just pressing square. I like the countering though. <laughs> I didn't. It took too much time away from square. Oh, okay. No, I get it. You got to divide that time. That one, that one actually has um, a new game plus mode where you can, if you die, you actually have to start again. Oh my god! Did you I don't know what. Oh. I don't know why you'd bother because that's just annoying. Could you imagine that on a Dark Souls game? Yeah, like there's a trophy where you have to beat the entire game without dying. <laughs> there's one like that on. Um, have either of you played Rogue Legacy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a tro- there's a trophy for completing that game, like beating all of the bosses without dying more than nine times. I died nine times before I even made it into the castle. <laughs> I know that game. That Whoa, game was yeah, the so epitome hard. of crack. 
I played through that probably 18 hours in a span of two days. Yeah. And then burned myself out on it. You play it on Vita? No, I played it on PS3 or PS4. I'm the same with um, Binding of Isaac. That game is like my crack. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's great to just pick up and play for oh, five yeah. minutes and then be done. Mm-hmm. But five minutes is never enough. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I believe they're releasing the Afterbirth DLC soon. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> Do. <laughs> That game's gross in general, so... It's so funny. Dan, I still cannot find this Castlevania 3DS game you're talking about. Well, I've definitely played it. Can, I don't think it's the right name. It might not be. I don't know what it was called. I was half asleep when I was playing it. What's it it's called? just called Castlevania Mirror of Fate. Lords, there's no, there's Castlevania no... Lords of Shadow. Sorry, not Bloodlines. Uh, Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate. There we go. That's the one. Got it. That actually looks pretty sweet. 4.7 out of 10 from IGN. Woo! That is toilet, son. I don't know <laughs> if I can trust your game reviews. But it says it says on the back that it got loads of E3 awards. Well, awards could be like pre-release, like best in show. Or best yeah, music. You'd think, you'd think it would be good then, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Best I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. It was a bit repetitive. Because all the char- all three characters are basically identical, but it's you know it's an interesting graphic style. It's it's still kind of your two D side scroller, but it's not the sprite yeah. based. It's mm. for a three DS game. It looked really good. Hmm. I liked it. I mean, it's a, it killed some time on the planes. The planes. <laughs> the planes. Did you play Pokemon? I didn't get any time to. Though both oh. those games took up too much time. Yeah, Link Between Worlds wasn't necessarily short. No. <laughs> I did a lot of exploring too. Did you take my advice when you played through that and just buy all the weapons right away or did you rent them? Oh, I was buying them as soon as I could afford them. It wasn't too hard I've... to grind rupees. Yeah, I I don't know what I felt about that that whole buying and renting the weapons thing because I like Zelda as you get items as you go through a dungeon. Yes, but they wanted to go back to. It seems like they wanted to go back to the original style where you could tackle the dungeons in any order. Mm. But you'd get to the dungeon and realize like, oh crap, I don't have this item, so you need to go get it. And I think that system is better than just forcing you through yeah. a linear path. I think this is going to be what the um, new version for Wii U and now NX is going to be. Because uh, I, I think we need to talk about Nintendo this year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is going on at Nintendo? Well, they have announced that they are not going to have an E3 conference. And at N- all. NX will not be at E3. Yeah. However, their time slot they're going to utilize for a live streaming of the new Zelda. Which is fine, but they have a new console. Why would they not show it at the biggest event of the year? I don't Who knows? <laughs> and why, in the name of Fudge, are they going for a next year like March release date rather than this holiday? Yeah, and miss out on all those Q four sales. 
Yeah. Like, is, are they just backward? Like, what are they doing? Like, this is marketing 101. I don't know. I mean, Nintendo's, Nintendo has to get it right this time. They have I mean, to. The Wii U, right? It's a good bit of kit, but it is a colossal failure. There were only they're only estimating to move I think it's less than a million units this fiscal year. Yeah. And speaking of somebody who owns one, for them to say basically say, right, we're just stopping now, there's nothing. We've got nothing. It's just it's really <laughs> irritating. <laughs> I I bought the Wii U so Christy could play Woolly World. Then I picked up Smash and a buddy bought me Monster Hunter, and that's it. Like I just don't have the urge to buy other Wii U games. It was basically I'm... a two hundred and fifty dollar present for my wife to play a single game. <laughs> Not even Mario Maker. No, I have no interest in that. I don't mm-hmm. either. I mean, you should get um, what what's it called? Donkey uh, Super Mario 3D World or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. it's down to twenty bucks now. Yeah, that's that's an awesome game. Really good. This is the thing with Nintendo. First party software is incredible quality i mean these are probably some of the best games you could play but they're few and far between in the years and with nx if it doesn't support third party again they're going to end up in the same position well yeah. i think and, and i know that there's a lot of conversation out there about well power doesn't indicate quality of system but nintendo has been lagging behind in terms of power within their consoles I think yeah, NX... but it, it, it limits the developers as well because then they have to make a separate version for a less powerful console, which they won't bother doing. Correct. So it's like, yeah. did you guys also see the news that apparently it's rumored that Nintendo may be ditching discs in favor of cartridges? I did. For the new yeah. 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 I thought it was a spoof. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I was like no that must be from one of those kind of uh, spoof news sites. Well, but let's no. hold on. Let's think about that for a second, though. Um, flash memory is insanely fast. I mean, we're we're shifting from plate drives to solid state drives, so that indicates something right there. You can put a ton of data on flash storage. So, I mean, if they're going back to the N64 era style of cartridges, okay, then that's probably not the best. But if they're going to be using flash media, I mean, look at the Vita. They had cartridges. I mean, the 3DS uh, uses cartridges. Yeah, and the Vita hasn't done well. Well, I don't think that's because it has cartridges. I think it's... No, sure. Because... The cost of production is, is going to be way higher than having a digital file. I mean, I'm all for physical media for the reasons we've mentioned before, like oh, yeah. the resale value and the collector's part of it. And we kind of grew up having physical copies, and I'll always choose one over a digital, especially since it works out a little bit cheaper normally. Mm-hmm. But that is that is something that we're going to see changing, I think, over the next couple of years. Well, there's all kinds of rumors about the new NX, like from it being digital only to mm. it having like a touch screen actually in the controller and things like that. And I don't know. I just, I, I, with Nintendo, I kind of wish they would step away from gimmicks and just yeah. create a console that's on par with PS4, Xbox One. Well, I think focus on developing their games, support third party games. That's all I want from it. I think yeah. you may actually see Nintendo step away from that this time. I don't think 
I think they were trying to capitalize off the uniqueness of the Wii and roll that over to the Wii U, and it didn't really yeah. capture that same fan base that the Wii caught. I mean, we've talked about this before. When I worked at, at GameStop when the Wii came out, it was chaos. You could never find them. Everybody wanted them. It wasn't just yeah. hardcore gamers coming in. I would have grandparents coming in and like, oh, my grandson told me about this. I'm like, oh, you're going to get it for him. No, he already has one, but we want one for ourselves. Okay, great. I mean, Nintendo did something great. They just, they've been trying to recapture that magic, and it just, it didn't happen. So I think they need to step away from trying to find that next niche market and just focus on, okay, we got to, we have to find something that works here. Yeah. Yeah, they need to go back to basics, I think. But then again, they have so much money in the bank that they could operate at a negative for years and just be fine. Yeah. (laughs) That's very true. So they they do have the safety net to experiment. Which is cool. It's nice to see extra competition and innovation in the market. I just hope it's not at the expense of another failed console. I think it was pretty telling when you saw how quickly Sony and Microsoft all dumped their motion control stuff. They're like, okay, Nintendo, the, the, the motion control stuff was kind of a flash in the pan. Yeah. Well, yeah. but the motion control is having somewhat of a comeback with VR. But that's be, that, that's more of an accessory to interact with a new console. It's not the driving force behind the console. No. Mm. I mean, I, I think Nintendo's problem is they kind of have an idea. Then uh, after a couple of years, just go, right, let's stop now. Let's well, just stop bothering. Yeah. I think their problem is that they rely too much on the same stuff. They have their same main franchises, which are great, but they don't ever really innovate those franchises, or when they do, it's so few and far between. And then the development cycle on those games is so long that people lose I also had I also heard, though, that apparently they're ramping up first-party development. Which would be nice, because yeah. the Wii U has not had its own dedicated Zelda game, and now it won't. It will. It's actually coming out for both. Exactly. So it's not. It's, it's not, not dedicated. A, yeah, it's not dedicated. This. Who's going to buy the Wii U version when you can get the NX version? Yeah. It's the same it's concept when Twi- Twilight Princess came out. Granted, I think it was more fun to play on the GameCube, but I bought it for the Wii because, like, it's a more powerful console. It's going to look better. Mm-hmm. Wow, the Wii was more powerful than the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Not by much. <laughs> um, what's your opinion on the uh, PlayStation Neo, Dan? Um, I don't know. I feel it's unnecessary. It's kind mm-hmm. of as somebody who already owns a PS4 and doesn't want to buy one again. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, but I mean, I probably wouldn't be getting a 4K TV anyway, so you know. Yeah, yeah. For a, a graphical I, upgrade. I wouldn't pay again for a console. It's a tough one because, like, I I also feel bad for anyone who recently bought a PS4 before that news came along. Yeah. Or even those who believed in it early on who bought a PS4 when it came out and now they're kind of, you could look at it like Sony is just giving everybody a big middle finger and saying, uh, okay, now you have to buy this console because you're not going to, you're not going to want to. What I am liking about it though is Sony has announced apparently well I think it was Eurogamer who did it anyway through Digital Foundry and uh, they said basically PS4 Neo titles are developed in conjunction with the original so you can't 
can't like make a game exclusively for PS4 Neo. It has exactly. to just be a core mm-hmm. game which can be yeah. upresed on Neo. Yes. Which is which is much less annoying than if they went like, oh, this is only for Neo. You can't have this. See, and that's why I don't I yeah. don't I, I disagree. I'm I'm fine with it. You don't have to buy it because all games that come out for PS4 will function on both. All games that are playable on Neo will also be, or whatever it's called, 4.5 will be playable on regular PS4. You don't need but, yeah. the new consoles. So, and 4K is starting to get a little bit of a foothold, and Sony wants to make sure to capture that market. So here's a console that can work with these, and you can utilize your new uh, TV and surround sound systems to yeah. take advantage of that. Uh, however, they're not saying you have to buy this. If they but were it, to come out and brand it as PlayStation Five, then everybody would be like, "Well, now mm, I got to get the PS 5 Sure, yeah, it, it's it's not just the resolution though. The console is actually more powerful, so I can't help but think that one day we'll have two concurrent games, and one will actually function better on one. Well, and I that's think when I think that's you, natural. It's going to because it's more powerful. Yeah. So now you. As if you as a PS4 owner, you now own the lesser machine. That's how it's going to be hard to not look at it like that. So, as well, long as they, yeah, as long as they keep it in par, as long as you don't have this. Okay, this is for Neo. This is for PS4. As long as there's no huge uh, disconnect. At least they're not calling it the new PS4. That would just get confusing. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's still going to be confusing, but I don't think people are really going to have an issue with it since all games will be playable on both. Unlike what. Uh, Nintendo yeah. tried to do with the new 3DS like this game only works on new 3DS. You oh, don't true. see you don't see them doing that anymore. No, god. They only uh, did I, one, didn't they? I think it was the Xenoblade game. Oh, god, is that the, is that the only one they did? I think, I think so. so. <laughs> utterly pointless. I think it's it, I mean, let's draw some comparisons to the PC gaming world though. It's mm. all computer games will work on I don't want to say all computers because if you have a Mac, nine times out of ten it won't work. But no, the the Sims doesn't work on Windows ten. <laughs> yeah, barring your operating system, most new games will work across any PC build. It's just a matter of how it's going to look and run. So if you mm. want it to look the best, you need to buy the best equipment. Um, I don't yeah. necessarily like it. I yeah but i feel neo is going after that kind of market the kind of people who want ridiculous graphics on their games like they have to have the top of the top i mean i'm fine i'm fine with ps4 ps4 routinely flaws me graphically like i think it looks great so yeah i mean uncharted 4 when that comes out next week that's just going to be the absolute uh, graphics aren't the be all and end all for me on a game if it's graphics are nice but if it melds together with storytelling, gameplay, and everything else, that's what I really want out of a game, personally. I think, so- I think Sony did a really important thing by telling people you cannot develop for just Neo. You yeah. you have to have Neo mode or 4.5 mode or whatever. You can go in and turn it on and off. And if all it does is really just tack on a graphical upgrade and up-res it to 4K, and you don't have a 4K TV, then you're really not out anything. No. But to be it's- honest, I'm the type of person where I'm going to look at that and go... I need a 4K TV now. <laughs> yep, you got more money than sense, my friend. A little bit. You've got a three. Wonder... If you've got a 3D TV, you've never used. Uh, correct. I, I just, <laughs> I just don't understand why they're doing this. Like the PS4 is doing so well. Well, it, the, the numbers go up and up. 
up every month. It's it's I, just so unnecessary. I wonder if part of it is, is VR, perhaps for the VR. Yeah, if they realize, okay, the regular PS4 is not going to be strong enough mm. or powerful yeah. enough to accommodate VR. And uh, that's my worry. I think that's my my worry. I with it. I personally think VR is going to be a flash in the pan, though. I mean, I, I think don't. it's going to be. No, I do. I don't. No. The th- really? 3D was a flash yeah. in the pan. Mm-hmm. VR is not going anywhere. I yeah. think VR is where gaming is going. I mean, look at science fiction. Like VR has been like glorified in every science fiction series I can think of, and it's just. Uh, and it's also going to work really well in other markets other than gaming. That's the exciting thing about it. Like maybe you could like tune into NASA and be in space and stuff like that or looking to buy a new apartment and you can kind of walk around that apartment and stuff. I don't think VR like, is going to become the standard fare for it's video beyond games. gaming for sure. I think it's going to become no. a, a widespread thing like you just said. We're going to see it in a lot more applications. You you'll yeah. see some neat VR games, but not every single video game is going to lend itself to VR. Agreed. No. Like No Man's Sky, that would be a fantastic VR game. Oh, Mario, yeah. not so much. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Let's just hope yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I guess. Let's just hope that the industry doesn't trend back towards Sega and the 32X and oh, the God. CD and all the other Power of Tower crap. Just gets flooded. Yeah. Yeah. But that the the PS four point five whatever they call it is going to be out this fall. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think well, nobody really knows anything yet. But it's difficult. Haven't officially announced it, have they? Exactly. If it does, it clashes with the VR release date, and so then you're looking at you know if you're interested in both, that's a lot of money. Be a bundle, Tom. Well, the VR is in (laughs) October, right? Uh, I have one pre-ordered. I don't even I know. Think it's it October. Out. It's it's on my birthday. It comes out. Oh yeah. shit! I know. Oh, that's right. You're gonna get Cat to buy you one for your birthday. Mm, get some, honey. I'm just gonna pre-order this. <laughs> I'm gonna pay it off, and you can just reimburse me. How's that sound? <laughs> exactly. What do that's you guys think com- they'll do price-wise for this? For the Neo? Yeah. How much is how I, much is the PS4 down to now? I think it's three ninety nine. I think it will. What's that in real money? Probably like <laughs> I don't know. I can't convert fake money to real money. <laughs> Four pounds. Four pounds. Um, <laughs> three hundred is it here, Tom? I, I think. I, yeah, about three hundred, and I think I think they will put the Neo at the uh, current new price of the PS4, and then the actual PS4 console will go down. I reckon. Nah, I think it'd be four hundred at least. No way. That seems high. That seems real high. That seems because that would convert yeah. to almost five hundred American. Yeah. That yeah, means... but I think I think it's a specialist machine where people would pay for it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll still buy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mainly because it's you... new, and I have to. I imagine it's probably got revised design as well. They need to do... Yeah, I could see that. I think it's about this this time in the cycle they brought out uh, Xbox Slim, isn't it? Well, Mm. yeah. PS3 Slim. 
They did a lot of revisions for that PS3. Yeah. There's a red one on everything. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We shall see. Yeah, E3 is just around the corner. Two months. That's, that's and really that means up. we might get to see more of Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Are we going to see any of that this year? And ha- do you think we'll be playing it this year? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, not a chance. I don't know. Maybe they'll release the first edition this fall. I know, no, because XV's out. Fifteen. Good old XV. Yeah, good old it's good old XV. <laughs> yes, I was being Roman. Oh. Oh, okay, it's ten. Not. Uh, have you pre-ordered Final Fantasy Fifteen, Dan? I do not pre-order games, Tom. Oh, oh yes, you. God. Oh yes, you. I don't. You must have pre-ordered Uncharted. I haven't. I didn't either. Oh, I I did. I don't know why. I, I, don't, I don't see, see the point of pre-ordering. It's not going to sell out. Just go well, to the shop. If you go, if you <laughs> if you have Amazon Prime and you pre-order, you get twenty percent off. And sometimes you get the game a little bit early. I n- never got it early here. Oh. We're too good. I got Metal Gear Solid Five early, if you remember. Yeah, that See, wasn't pre-ordering. That was just ordering online. That wasn't. I didn't go out to pre-order it. I pre-ordered the fifteen deluxe edition. That's supposed to be ninety dollars. After tax, I paid seventy-eight. So got a good discount on Amazon. Mm. Sorry. I just yeah, want the I game. I don't care about. I don't care about the extra stuff. I don't care about saving money. <laughs> I only pre-order if it's cheaper, and I know. Unless, I want of course, that game. there's a Final Fantasy VII Deluxe Edition. <laughs> oh, which comes with one of those really cool play arts figures or something. I'll buy that. Mm, I don't need any more a, figures. A life-size Buster Sword. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Uh, there's this arms creator. He does a YouTube channel where he makes weapons from video games and i think they made the buster sword once they had they to made um, as dark souls sword didn't they as well did they yeah i think so the uji katana i can't um, it, it might have been the artorius of the abyss sword or whatever it's oh, called oh yeah you're right they made sephiroth's sword too <laughs> that's right. cool but you There's can a, usually uh... buy replicas at like gaming conventions and stuff like that Slightly worryingly, given the type of people who go to these things. Yes. <laughs> oh, it w- did you, you guys see the um, Dark Souls board game? Yeah. It like passed uh, two million. Two mil- yeah. Two million? <laughs> two million pounds, yeah. What was yeah, their like goal? 175,000. Or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that pounds as well, Tom? Dollars. Yeah, yeah, pounds. Wow. It, it ended at two point two million. I've just got it up here. Yeah. Um, it looks awesome though. It looks yeah, really yeah. fun. I can imagine in about three years we'll all be together playing this board game, and getting really confused <laughs> by it. It looks like one of those board games where it takes about ten hours to set up. Yeah, it does. There are some but. of those space games like that, space board games, where each person's turn is forty-five minutes long. Oh man! Did any of you guys used to have years ago have a board game where it came with a video? Yes. Where you? I used to have the Star Wars one. What? 
But you used, to, used to have to put I the video one. in and like it would give your instructions as you went along and stuff. It was so cool. Yeah. That seems terrible. No, it dude, was, but awesome. it was so good. <laughs> when you're a kid, it's amazing because it's like it so this layer of it's like Darth Vader is talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we had one called uh, Atmosphere. It was like a horror board game, and you put this uh, put the video in, and there was a timer, and then uh, every now and again, this face was on the screen, and it would say, "Stop! Whose turn is it next?" And you had to say, "It's my turn, Mister Gatekeeper." It's my turn, Mister Gatekeeper. And he'd be like, take a card, roll the dice, or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it was kind of stupid, but when you think, when I think back to it, it, it was fun at the time. It added this layer of interactivity to board games that I hadn't seen before. So, you missed out, Eric. I certainly did. Yes. Yeah, you did. You did. Let's just say that we. I mean, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what Anything else? Anything have- else major happened in the world of games this week? Besides us not playing a game for this week, yes, uh, I don't think so. Oh, Call of Duty was announced. You oh. won. Oh, duty. Well, duty. Call of d- duty. Call of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprisingly interested in this one because. It's taking that that jump out into space that I think Call of Duty has been needing to do, but a lot yeah. of people are are like actively pissed about it. Did you see that its YouTube trailer just got massively yes uh, spammed with dislikes? Yes. What Why? I do, I think people are more pissed off about is the fact that it comes with Modern Warfare Remastered, but you can't buy them separately. Oh yeah. I'll still buy it because I'd like to play Modern Warfare Remastered. I would rather play that though. <laughs> to be honest. I wish they would do Modern Warfare Two Remastered. Need to do Black Ops, Eric. Oh, Goon game, Goon game. Say, <laughs> last year's COD Black Ops Three was excellent. I played that loads. Eh. Oh, I've not played that yet. I, I really liked, enjoyed um, it. I liked Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Kevin Spacey one. That was I awesome. A lot of that one. I yeah. didn't like Advanced Warfare. Oh damn, Jesus! Oh, sorry. Another <laughs> bombshell of a game was uh, released. The next Battlefield. Did you guys read about yeah. that? Oh yes, yeah. World War One. It's apparently. called Battlefield One. Right back to the nineteen. Uh, Ye uh, old the early, Is it nineteen forty two? Oh, 90, it's the World War One. Is that right? Yeah. So we've come full circle basically <laughs> one yeah. went from super far future now back super old and one's just continually moving forward i'm excited for that one yeah me too because i always think i i've always preferred battlefield see i don't like battlefield i can't get into it i prefer call of duty yeah i think see, i yeah. like the i like the grandiose scope of battlefield bigger maps uh, vehicles, airplanes, the combat I feel is a little bit more realistic. It's got weight to it, whereas the Call of Duty is like, all right, there's thirteen year olds run around and shoot each other. <laughs> I like it. Don't get me wrong. I just prefer. That's fair enough. Battlefield. I do like that you can detonate buildings in the fourth one. Yes. Like that is kind of cool. Skyscraper. When you play with the environment, I wish more developers 
because we do stuff with the environment like red with faction. with with first person shooters yeah exactly bring in geomod surely we've got oh. the technology to do it well uh, crackdown 3 on xbox one is using cloud power and you can destroy the entire city apparently that is the oh Ooh. man that would be the only game I'd want to buy an Xbox One for. That sounds awesome. Just Which game is this? Crackdown Crackdown. 3. Oh, Crackdown, yeah. I played the bejesus out of the first Crackdown. They did a... they Before that game came out, they had a demo for it. And I played the hell out of that demo. And you could play multiplayer on that demo. See, <laughs> with Crackdown, though, most people got it because it came with access to the Halo 3 beta. Which was yeah. fantastic, but the game itself was still really good. Yeah, yeah, so you got a good game, even though you weren't really expecting it. Because it was kind of like what Saints Row did to Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. And this is taking Saints Row and kind of taking its own superhero twist on it. And it just never really caught mainstream, I think. Yeah, it feels a bit like Infamous. Yeah. In some ways. I loved Infamous. Yeah, you played the PS4 one. No, a little bit of it. That's Switch an excellent one. second son. Oh uh, no, I've only played graphically. First that night. game looked awesome. Uh, that was quite early in the cycle for PS4. That looked really good. That game. Yeah. Um, I think there's one more bit of news this week, which is pretty important. Apparently, is- uh, the people who made Titanfall are developing a new third-person Star Wars game. Oh man, so good. What? I hope to God it's the Force Unleashed 3. Mm, I, never I played loved the Force Unleashed. I've I not played either of them. I didn't get into those. Really? No. Oh, they're awesome. The second one was a bit rushed out and a bit short, but it was still really good. It's just fun. Huh. Just takes oh. Jedi powers to the extreme, and you can... There's literally, on the first one, you literally pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky. It's just excellent. I played a little bit of the first one. That's the one where you start off as Darth Vader, right? Yeah. I played that. I'm like, eh, this is pretty cool, but... Did um, did you guys hear of the six newest uh, classic games to join the Video Game Hall of Fame? No. no. What we got? Ooh, so, there was Sonic the Hedgehog. Yay. The Sims. Boo. <laughs> um, the original Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Uh, Space Invaders. Meh. GTA 3. Oh. Yay. And the Oregon Trail. Which was. Is that the one where you get dysentery? I start. We were going to. Yes. Tom, <laughs> you and I were going to do that on a show, so I started playing it because there's a, there's a website that you can actually go and play. I think it's something archive you're right i created our podcast group to go on the oregon trail and before we even made it out of sight of town tom fell (laughs) broke his arm and got dysentery (laughs) (laughs) sounds like me god damn it tom we haven't even i thought you thought you meant i actually thought you meant in real life (laughs) oh no (laughs) eric fell off his wheel and broke his collarbone yeah well, this, I'm just reinforcing them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think previously in the Hall of Fame, they had Doom, Pong, uh, Pac-Man, Super Mario Bros., uh, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. 
So like they just keep adding new games. Now, uh, is whose Hall of Fame is this? Like it's like in a it, it's in a museum in New York. Oh, like it's ex- it's exhibited in a, a national museum in New York. They How just many put games the, like, total are in this? Um, well, I think it's twelve so far. And how often do they put games in? Six per year? Yeah, I think so. In World of Warcraft? Um, it take a while. Yeah, so they, they kind of choose ones that were like uh, groundbreaking. Not, very, like, not a very interesting museum, really. <laughs> We've got 12 exhibits. Come back in 100 years and it'll be awesome. They might have other like uh, finalists and stuff in there. I'm not sure. I've not been to the museum, but it looks really cool. It's interesting. Road trip! Well, you have to come to America first. All right, I'll drive over. <laughs> Good luck finding a road. <laughs> hovercraft. Yeah. <laughs> My little car turns into a hovercraft, of course. So we have not played a, a, a retro game for this week. So um, have you guys been playing anything else? Uh, Dark Souls and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. And I bought the Hasbro pack. <laughs> Yeah, that you just kind of <laughs> randomly invited me to a game of. Yeah, invited Eric to play a game of Boggle with me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play was, Boggle? I was gonna uh, the wonders to of modern PC. technology, Tom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like sitting down at your family dinner uh, on Christmas and accidentally sending an invite to somebody. And the other side, like, God, I just didn't mean to invite Eric to play Boggle, but he showed up. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You guys remember so, uh, when the, when somebody was developing a game for the Wii where it was like dirty party games? Nope. And it was there's a proper funny trailer on the internet for it, and like where you kind of have to pretend to spank people and stuff. It's just, I think it was like Truth or Dare or something. And it oh was. Oh my god! This is a legit game. Unreleased. <laughs> Did it go through cert? <laughs> Is it called Truth or Dare? We Dare. We Dare, it's called. We Dare. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Ubisoft. <laughs> wow. It is marketed as a sexy, quirky, part, quirky party game. It involves kissing, striptease, and spanking. Wow. It's on PS3 as well. Is it? Yes. Do you need? Going to you need the it move. Did it come out? You need PlayStation Move required. You'll need these. It says on the box. <laughs> Whoa! Could they have any Pare- cutesier graphics for it? Too? Why does it say it's a Peggy Twelve and it says parental guidance advised? Why is it twelve? It looks like watch there the, is there the trailer, full guys. motion. There's full motion uh, video in there. Oh god. Yeah, it's like Night Trap. It's Night Trap all over again. Oh, oh guys, how was, Night Tra- Tra- how was Night Trap? <laughs> did you did you listen to the the show? I, I only listened to half of the show. I'm afraid I, I only had hard time for was, half. Yeah, it oh, was you a didn't, train wreck. You didn't oh, miss God. too much. It was garbage, <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> I imagine that we'll one would be that. hilarious to play it together. Just so yeah. funny. Well, until you figure out what the hell's going on. It took me ages to figure out how to play. Yeah, I'd failed I, three or four times just trying to figure out what the hell the buttons did. <laughs> Never have only, I lost in a game so quickly. And there's only three buttons on a Genesis controller. Yeah. <laughs> so 
podcast. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just hmm? I played Ratchet and Clank and the Hasbro trivia pack, and that was it. So, how's everybody coming on their Ocarina of Time playthrough? I haven't even started it yet. Oh, I'm at a place called the Deku Tree. Is that near? Is that very far? Mm, well, it's a little further than the title screen. Excellent. So, so you're past I'm Jess. Up, I'm on the I right literally track. played this last year, though, so I'm still very fresh with everything. Doesn't count. It does count. I mm. am in Jabu's belly. Ooh. I can't remember if I've actually kept the 3DS version or if I sold it. That's the one that I'm going to play through just because I need it to be portable. Need then it. it can, then it can play it on the shitter. Duh. <laughs> it's the best place to play games. Need like a lazy boy. Personally, I prefer toilet. I prefer a good book. I prefer a good book on this on the shitter. Book? So, <laughs> a good book. book. <laughs> but only by Canadian authors. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I did that. That's how it'd be. Because mm. that's coming up for our hundredth show in a few weeks. What, oh what number are we on? This is ninety-seven. However, okay. Uh, schedule-wise, we may have to take another week off. Oh, okay. So we'll figure all that garbage out. Uh, we do have an email. Do you guys want to move on to that, or do we got other shit we want yeah. to talk about? E- email sounds good. Okay. I'm not going to read all of it. We only have one this week, but it's enough to cover like six weeks worth of emails. It's from Sam Chun again, one of our new listeners. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase this because he wrote wrote a novel. It's actually got a lot of really good information in it um, that we'll try to pass along. Uh, He says, to Factory Seal Crew, it's me again, one of your new listeners that is still trying to catch up on feeds. I decided that I'll listen to the latest show and then go back to the others during my boring commutes to and from work and school. I'll put the questions and comments up front so you don't have to go through my discourse of the Sega Genesis games you shouldn't miss that I promised for you all last time. A list you don't have to read on air if you don't want to. Trust me, there's a lot. Really love when a podcast really does listen to those who tune in and provide interaction on the show. Full disclosure, I was a little skeptical about reading emails thing, and I'm sorry about that. Don't worry, I won't spam you all too much with emails, but retro games are near and dear to me, and that will manifest itself from time to time through passionate emails on subjects you may have covered. Uh, It's unfortunate that I found the show so late. Some of the earlier episodes really made me feel nostalgic. Faxanadu, Pokemon Yellow, Final Fantasy VI, Streets of Rage 2, etc., uh, as for retro or as for Harvest Moon games, I have to admit they're a guilty pleasure of mine. It's actually quite apparent when in my collection, I have two majorly sought after Harvest Moon games. Uh, remember getting those two games quite a while ago and is not too bad of investment as they didn't cost too much at the time. Um, he has a question for us. He says, what is your upper limit on spending for a retro game that you know is in good, is good and is in good condition? I have a hard time paying it's... a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Especially if I used to own the game, and it just like I had it got traded in a while back, and then I I find it again, and it's like twice the price I originally bought it for. It's very difficult to part with that money. Yeah. But it d- depends what the game is. It depends what the game is. Like, um, if it was near and dear to me, and I really. Like it was one of my favorite games, and I knew I loved it. I don't know. Maybe I'd pay up to like 
40 pounds maybe like the price of a new ps4 game which is not a lot i know but i was gonna say i'd have a hard time paying more than the going rate for a new game yeah yeah me too i usually just wait for really good deals i i don't know if i've ever really bought a retro game for more than 40 bucks sure i think i bought uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes on GameCube for thirty-five or forty. That's a good deal. That's quite expensive now. Yes, uh, I mean chances chances are, unless it's really obscure and really rare, you're going to find it somewhere for cheap. I mean, it might be in a bargain bin of a charity shop or whatever, but you you mm-hmm. probably find it. He has a secondary question. If you had an unlimited budget, what would be the first retro game you would go after because it was both rare and a genuinely good game? I want the Final Fantasy oh. VII with the misprint. I have it. <laughs> do you? I do. Wow. wow. Isn't that worth a fortune? Uh, it used to be worth more back before they started releasing these digitally. And that's the thing about buying retro games is so many of them are released digitally now that it's hard to justify paying yeah, so much for the physical copy when you can get mm-hmm. the for digital like four copy pound for, or so much. yeah six bucks. Yeah. Um, I would buy Star Ocean, the second story on I, PS One. I have that one too, Tom. Oh, happy birthday! Still in to the Tom. cellophane. <laughs> no, that one I opened. Wow, yeah, I loved that game. I used to rent it all the time, but I never owned it. Well, you got to get all eighty endings. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a copy of the original Tomb Raider because I, I have all the original ones apart from the first one. Yeah. See, I think when he says unlimited budget, I don't really see that as much of an issue because, I mean, most of the, the retro games that I want to buy, they're not out of my price range. It's just I don't know if I want to pay that much for them. So for me right now, I'd probably need to pick up a boxed copy of the first Final Fantasy. If I could find oh, it. Oh, okay. Because I don't yeah. have that. That's the one Final Fantasy I don't have. And I can get the cartridge for 15 bucks at the game store. I just never do. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He says, uh, in his case, it would be Panzer Dragoon Saga for the Sega Saga. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's super rare. How's that one different than just Panzer Dragoon, or is it the same thing? Oh, it has Saga on the end. Oh, thanks. Exactly. It's yeah. made by King. Oh, it is different. Okay. Cuz I read this email and I actually happened to be in a game store on the other side of town that I hadn't been to before and I saw the regular Panzer Dragoon for Saturn and that was still 50 bucks. It's like 200 pounds here. Panzer Dragoon Saga. I've, yeah, I'm looking right now, and they're like five, six hundred dollars <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, good, uh, good choice. Wow. Uh, <laughs> did you ever own a Saturn, Eric? I didn't. I had a buddy that lived a few streets down who had one, and uh, mm. I was meant to go over to his house and play. But the one time we kind of lined things up for me to come over, he's like, "Yeah, my little brother just pulled the Saturn off the shelf and broke it." <laughs> so how long did the Saturn actually last I mean I kind of shifted over to PlayStation by this point so well they shot themselves in the foot by announcing it at E3 and saying oh by the way it's available today 
<laughs> because yeah. it left a lot of retailers like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 we don't have stock. And yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people and just he... didn't know. I mean, even still, a lot of people don't know what E3 is, so they're not going to watch it for new gaming announcements. I mean, in, in Europe, it only lasted about four years. Is that like it, and then it was discontinued, and then I guess they started working on the Dreamcast. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Poor they, Sega. I'm trying to find out when they stopped production on it. Sega Rally was great. The and, one game uh, that I always really wanted to play on the Saturn when I saw it was Nights into Dreams. I'm like, that game just looks oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, think it's made by, I think it's made by the Sonic team, Nights into Dreams. But if you look at the fundamental structure of it, like that's kind of a shit game. Have you guys heard of the um, cancelled Sonic game for Saturn before? Sonic Extreme. No, no. It was, it was basically a kind of you know Mario Galaxy had the whole like three D planet kind of circular thing going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm. had that going on, but it was cancelled before it came out. And it looks there's actually some footage of it online. It's well worth looking up. It's uh, it's just really strange. It's like such oh. a jump between the old Sonics and this one. It's like crazy. Oh. Looks a little bit like 3D Blast. A little bit. Sort of. Except yeah, but inward. It's, it's like an inward uh, yeah. 3D loop. Yeah. Interesting. Strange. Yeah, it's weird. I think the Saturn was a little, along with the Dreamcast, was a little ahead of its time. Hmm had Sega just kind of pumped the brakes a little bit and like, okay, let's really put some time and thought into this. Yeah. They just tried to beat everybody to the market. Yeah. Now all they do is make progressively worse Sonic games. And the console was more expensive than the PlayStation on launch. Oh yeah. By by about a hundred dollars. Yeah. They just come out and buy the market. (laughs) Do you ever think that we'll see Nintendo go the way of Sega? I mean, we're trending towards it. Yes, I think so. I don't know because, like you said, they've got fast, they've got fast wealth. So, I mean, they've probably earned a fortune off Amiibos and the 3DS and the DS. It's hard to imagine, but I just can't help but think that that's the way they're going to go, unless the NX is, uh, you know, unless they really pull it off. They've only got one choice. I hope they do. I like having the selection, but I just hope they the new console is on par with the PS4 and. And one? Yeah, I should hope so. They've had all this time. Like It should be more powerful than the PS4. But we'll see. I don't think it necessarily needs to be more powerful. It just needs to be on par so people can develop mm. for the well, NX. When did the, when did the PS3 come out? 2013? Yeah. The PS4, sorry. Yeah, I think so. So if they release oh. a console in 2017 that's on par with the PS4 and the Xbox One mm. that was released in 2013, they're again behind. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they, they, they always say that, you know, we're not gunning for that hardcore gaming uh, crowd, but maybe they need to. Yeah. Well, why Take not? Max. That's where the money is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, let's look at it objectively. Do you, each of you really want to have three gaming consoles and have to make your decisions accordingly? I mean, that's a heavy investment. <laughs> True. 
I'm kind of okay with just yeah, having PS4 I, right now. I, th- I see with PS4 Xbox, there's not much difference between the two. Like you either like one or the other, but with Nintendo, they have their own exclusive games like that you're not going to get. Well, look back I, I to PS3 and Xbox 360 though. You it, it's kind of expected that if you were a hardcore gamer, you had to have both because there were fantastic games that were coming out just on both. Mm. Yeah. Whereas now it's not really that case. Like, do your friends play on Xbox or do your friends play on PlayStation? Like, okay, well, then I'll get at that console. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Sam has a huge list of Sega Genesis games that I think we need to start tapping into at uh, his request. Um, I'll outline just a few of them. He actually put a really good description and mini review of each one so maybe we'll post this at some point um give that man a job we've covered a few of them uh we dan you and i played gunstar heroes right yeah Yeah. did we yeah we we did a video of it that's a great game yeah did we yeah i don't think we did we did that was wild guns was it Yeah. yeah i thought we did gunstar heroes we should do Gunstar Heroes. Oh, Gunstar no, we Heroes didn't. We tried, great. but couldn't get it to work. Well, when I get faster internet, we can do it. Okay. Uh, Shining Force <laughs> 1 and 2. Oh, they're good games. Them. Stra- they're strategy RPGs. Uh, yeah. Fantasy Star 4, Streets of Rage 3, uh, The Lion King. Oh, The Lion oh, King is yeah. great. The Lion King yeah, is fantastic really for the, the Genesis. But it's not as good as Aladdin, I'm afraid. No. No. But Aladdin this is, is the shit. This is another one where they did a Genesis NES version and they were wildly different. Yeah. yeah. I think we covered a little bit of Lion King at some point. He has That's one fun. of my personal favorites on here from the Genesis era, Landstalker. That is the prequel to Alundra. Oh, yeah. It's it's I've actually it. it's really difficult because it's a platforming game but it's done at a top-down isometric view. So, mm-hmm. you've got 3D objects that are moving up and down and you have to make these very difficult jumps, but you don't know if you're going to land on that because it's it's trying to emulate a 3D world. Oh man! So you miss a lot of jumps and just fall into pits and die because of it. But Excellent. it's still a really fun game. <laughs> Puzzles are great. Does he have any of the strike games on there? Uh, so strike games? No, I don't see any. What's did you guys? Oh, like uh, like Desert Strike. Yeah, Desert Strike, Urban Strike, oh, or Jungle yes. Strike. Those games they were great. so good. <laughs> Maybe were so difficult as well. I remember. Yeah. Maybe for next week we should put together a list of three or four Genesis games to play. Yeah. Let's good. let's put one of the strike games on there. Go for Desert. Desert Strike, yes. Desert mm-hmm. Strike. Uh he's also like. got The Simpsons, Bart's Nightmare, Uncharted Waters, Shadow did Run. You, did you guys ever play Cannon Fodder? It sounds familiar. So good. I forgot all about that game and just re- just remembered it because of Desert Strike for some reason. I'll tell you what my favorite Simpsons game is. The Simpsons arcade game. That was great. Oh, yeah. 
I, yes. I once re- I remember, right, that arcade cabinet was broken at my local arcade, and no matter what, you got unlimited continues, and I, my gran just left me there all day, and I played through the entire thing. Oh, <laughs> Actually finished it. Babysat by an arcade. <laughs> yep, it was great. Let's throw Gunstar <laughs> Heroes on there, too. Yeah. Yes. I feel like with us pounding through some big games, we should have some shorter stuff to to tack on for the next couple shows. Yeah. Uh, All right. We can come up with some other stuff, but yeah, I'll I'll share out this list. He's got some good insights on here. Uh, if you want to send us an email, factorysealed at manatank dot com or podcast at factory dash sealed dot com. Just to be confusing. Just to be. You guys got anything else you want to chat or chat about? No. Okay. We <laughs> oh, have so, so disappointed. We we do have to briefly talk about the Jeeves box so that everybody can get in on that. Oh yeah, what's the Jeeves box? We've talked about it before, but in case you've forgotten, uh-huh. for our hundredth episode, we are gonna be giving away a colossal box of crap. <laughs> like literally he's just gonna do a shit in it and send it to <laughs> Yes, and then after that, we're going to draw names for prizes. <laughs> now, the uh, the Jeeves box is going to be kind of a... It, it's along the lines of Loot Crate, except it's going to have a lot of factory-sealed memorabilia-type stuff in it. Um, donations mm-hmm. from some of the guests we've had. Uh, things that we personally have made and put in there. We haven't really figured out how we're going to give this thing away yet. You are, well, I, me and Tom have been discussing it, and you're going to drive to that person's house personally. And get murdered. Yeah. Yep. No, no, you'll be fine. Okay. And we're going to put, we're going to put the ham horn on your roof <laughs> so you can pull up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Tom, have you heard Beyonce's new song with the ham horn in? No. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I believe every time she swears, it plays the ham horn. It's <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Oh my god! I'm going to, have to Spotify that thing later. Yeah, get that on the balcony. I think I'll pass. <laughs> know everybody, know the neighbors. So wait, mm-hmm. what episode are we on now? Ninety-eight. It was six a while back. Yeah. So Tom, you're off on the twenty-second. Next week, yeah. Oh wait, the fifteenth. Uh yeah, but I'm. I'm around the following week and the following after that and the following after that. Okay. For the foreseeable future. For the f- okay. We'll have to figure out exactly <laughs> when it's going to be. But if you want to support us on Patreon, it's Factory Sealed. No, patreon.com slash Factory Sealed. Uh, any dollar amount gets you extra entries into winning physical games and digital game giveaways that we should probably do again here real soon. But the Jeeves box will also be included on that at a... Uh, 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 a hefty exchange rate of dollar per extra entry. Whoop. And this time when we ship it, we'll actually make sure that it gets there. Yeah. And uh, yes. don't, don't forget, we don't actually take any of that money for ourselves. We just put it back into the show and improving what we do. So oh, please help. what we've been doing with it. Most, well, apparently, most... I've been. We buying... know you just, you know, you just wipe your ass with it usually. Yeah, I say, I've been buying toilet paper while standing <laughs> up. Oh yeah, you said you had a, you had a, some insights as to sitting and standing from Australia for us, or is it just? Yeah, well, um, when I got to the airport in Australia, there was a sign on the door 
which uh, has a picture of somebody actually stood on the toilet having a shit. <laughs> I mean, you know it has to have been a widespread problem long enough when there's a sign <laughs> for them to put yeah. a sign up. So Gosh. people have actually been clambering up onto the seat and taking a shit. Taking a shit. Yes. Wow. Speaking of taking, Tom, last night we had a conversation on WhatsApp that you never <laughs> explained. What does it mean to get a curry? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I know, I like that I just ducked out and went to bed after you asked that question. I know it bothered I just, me. I woke night. up this morning, Tom. I had 140 WhatsApp <laughs> messages. Just um, at least 70% of them were you talking about wedges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I tried to successfully uh, oven cook some potato wedges uh, as a drunken snack. Did you stay awake long enough? Yeah, oh, really? they didn't burn this time. They didn't burn the flat down. But um, to get a curry, yeah, it's just to get Indian food. To get some sort of meat with some curry sauce, okay, some rice. So technically maybe I some was right bhajis. in my assumption of what it meant, because curry yeah. is a spice. But sure, to sure. say you're going to get a curry means nothing. Uh, like, no, I'm just going to go to the store and I'm just going to buy a jar of curry. Yeah, it doesn't in ignorant land, but it doesn't <laughs> in <anywhere. laughs> Yeah. It's like saying, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at these messages, man, and there's just one where you get, you get in an Uber and, just yeah. put, and they put a picture that just says, take my feedback, scum, <laughs> and then in capital letters, scum. Did you actually <laughs> leave him a negative review? Yes, I wish I didn't. I'm such a, I'm such a dick. Followed very quickly by Die Miner. Yes, just reminded me of Red Faction all of a sudden. Oh geez, my housemates were so pissed. We have no blender anymore. I'm still waiting on those wedges. <laughs> <laughs> then, lightly spiced wedges, easy might add. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, not, Jesus! I'm so drunk. He must have put washing liquid into her machine. <laughs> well, you're skipping out other parts of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that makes me sound like a total nutter. Well, we were talking about Tom putting wedges in the oven once and then going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I had a roommate who didn't understand how a dishwasher worked, so he put regular dish soap in it instead of the gel tablets or dishwasher liquid. So we came home and there was soap a foot tall across the entire kitchen. That was a fun time to clean up. Wow. But yeah, it was a good time. Well guys, I think that's going to do it for this week. Hmm. Daniel. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, fuck off. Where can we find you? On Twitter. You can find me at Jock Buns. <laughs> I need a Jock Buns t-shirt. Dude butt. Uh, you can find Tom at, uh, at Smooth Area. 
<laughs> and you can find Eric at ignorant American asshole. <laughs> <laughs> at get a curry. Yeah. That sounds about right. But you could properly find Dan at Frosted Sloth, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you can find Tom. I don't know uh, where yeah, you want to. It's somewhere at Hyper Jelly. That's it. You can probably find me at Honest Pizza, or you could find the show at Factory underscore Sealed, uh, factory-sealed.com, facebook.com slash factory sealed, or just type Factory Sealed in somewhere, and it might come up. <laughs> Maybe. Guys, we're going to play some Genesis games for next week. And then we're going to do the Ocarina of Time after that. Good to go? Good to go. Let's find out if Jess is really dead. Hopefully she'll be back next week. She still hasn't responded, so... We'd feel pretty bad if she was. I would feel really bad, but then again, she wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I mean, if I... I missed you, numpties. (laughs) Your intelligence (laughs) level crept way too high. Yeah. No. We'll we'll knock it down. It might take a few shows for you to get back to your pre-vacation level of stupid. What? (laughs) What? What? All right. Uh, Guys, that's going to do it for this week. We will see you all next week. Tatty bye. Toodaloo. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 o